Good morning, Rabbi Yisai. Ah, Parnas In honor of the Dafya that's all the members of Push, Abbas with our Magachir. And Lili Nishmas Medi Chavir, Mordechai Shloimi Pinchas, Tuvio, Olavash, Sholmim, Abram Moishi Peretz, Ben, Abram Moishi Peretz, Nerio Kopman. Rosh Hashanah is dedicated by Yossi and Esti Elbaum. And the children to Ruvain, Lili Nishmas, Bilit Zipori Basri, Ruvain, and for Shidduch, Bati Ilusara Basas, the Leo. By Mark Ashkenazi, big MDY shout out to some of the original Hever, Larry Pearl, Mizra Fushlema, Yehuda Nelson, Matt Steinberg, Jeff Gordon, Michael Shmuel, Sam Pearl. Keep on daffing, we know you're still at it. Anonymously, in honor of Rabbi David Ash, Mori the Astor of Northbrook, Illinois, and his wife Linda for bringing me into the Shear and getting me to restart Daf Yoimi. Shkoyach, Moishi Dax, Lilu Nishmas, my father, Rabbi Tzvi Hirsch. Ben Moshe on his seventh yard side. Those are the sponsors. Uh, yesterday we sang a song for Hassan. So this is what he looks like. This is Aaron Hirsch. He crashed the. I don't know. Maybe he was invited. Who knows? But he went to take a picture. Shkoyach. Who's that? Avi Nathan. Remember Avi Nathan. All right. And we have a bar mitzvah here. Avrami Kuberman, who I met a number of times in New York. Here's the kid that uh, in Aguda kept up the daf in Aguda. Here he is doing a seam on the sukkah. So mazel tov to him. Rabbi Yisrael, we have a big announcement. We are launching the very, very successful Grow MDY program. That is, that if you bring a friend to the shear, and if you join up to the shear, you receive... A usually, most of the time, an embossed special edition Gemara. There were some mess ups, I guess. People didn't get embossed and embossed Gemara. Even in Hebrew, it's going to have the uh, special. Here, you want to pass me that Gemara over there? We'll show it. But I want to tell you that. This is what it looks like. And it says over here, Merkaz Dafayoyimi, the whole thing, Ishkoyach. It has stories inside. It's, so it's the whole, it's a, it's a different Gemara. It has the, the pictures, it has the whole, everything. Rabbi so when the first person that jumped in was Akiva Solkowitz, he said he's giving 250 Gemaras. Then we have <coughs> an anonymous sponsor who's giving me a tremendous amount. Tremendous. But here's the, here's the chap that we never had before. Ranikash, the guy that sponsored the raffle, he has a chiddush. He said, I spoke to him, he said he's given a lot of money to Tzedakah, and I mean a lot, a lot of money to Tzedakah over the years. He believes, and I thought I was biased, I, I was thinking this, but I didn't say it. He told this to me, and I, I think he's right in a way. The best Tzedakah that he's ever given is to get another person to learn Dafyaimi. Why? Because for $25, where else for $25 could you make a person, give a person a change in their life? Bring him to Tyra A, but change the personality, change everything about them for 25 bucks. Give guy, let's say 25, I'm not putting this down, giving $25 to the chasana. Guys, you give, you give a half a meal or something. This has, think about official, he sponsored 1,350 gemars. He paid for 1,350 gemars. From those 1,350 gemars, 100 people are going to finish Shas maybe. Hot. It's, it just keeps on going. The chesed, 
So what he wants to do, uh, Miran Akash, is he wants every single person to be involved. He feels that it's not right that one guy, one, one macher should be paying for the, all the gemaras and da, da, da. Every single person should be involved. And how? If you donate one gemara, he's going to match it. And he wants everybody to donate a gemara. That's what he wants to do. Everybody should be involved. Now, if you donate $10,000, he'll give $10,000. There's no limit. But he wants every, he doesn't want the big money. He wants the small, one gemara, one, each person should be involved. Why not? And think about Forget the Torah. Okay, you're getting somebody involved in the Torah. The Gemilos Chesed. You're giving somebody a gift. It's Pasha, that, that's what we're all about. Torah, Gemilos Chesed. I think it's unbelievable. MDYsponsor.com. MDYsponsor.com. Rabbi we're starting Taina soon. It's happening. The Gemaras went to print already. This, a, a guy called me up. I don't know if I should mention his name yet. A guy called me up. He said, Ellie, give me a bunch of Gemaras. I'm putting out a table in front of Gourmet Glot on Friday. I'm starting to give out Gemara. Like people are going crazy. They want to they do. They want to give. Unbelievable. So that's that. Um, I guess, the, do we have time for an email or something? We have a lot of special guests. Who? Oh, Spira. All the way from, where do you live now? You want to come to the front? You want to get over here? <laughs> I worked for his father. He's the, when I was an electrician, his father was an electrician, taught me electric. For like two years, he was my boss. Now I can be your boss. Stop bossing you around. You want to get over here? Yeshua, Yeshua's, uh, she. Wow, why, why, why? Unbelievable. Shalom Aleichem, all the way from Yerushalayim. She. I remember this kid when he was a little in what what you went to YTT? Yeah. YTT. That's where my kids went to. The the Frumster School in Chicago. All right. Uh, this one not. I, I don't have time for emails really. So I'll, I'm curious to know if Reb Eli Stefanski is related to Hagoin Reb Mordechai Savitsky Zeich Tzadik Rocha who corresponded with the Rogatch of Hagoin Baltzav Despanech. Yes, my grandfather was Hagoin Reb Mordechai Savitsky who wrote twelve svarim. Da 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 da. What else? Shaimakro here. Morning Tiferman. Is he here today? Nay. You often speak about the Khashivas of Dung Shaimikra and Shir, which coincidentally uh Raish Pehay and Shukhanarh almost a remez or something. I don't know what it means. Okay, we'll think about it later. He just finished, he says, his 18 years straight of never missing Shnaim Mikra Khatargum. It was just his birthday for that, because he'd started by his, I guess, his bar mitzvah. Shnaim Mikra has contributed an enormous amount to my life, and I highly encourage anybody who does it, who does not do it yet, to get on the bandwagon. It's almost as geschmack as the daf. All right, Morty. Mazel tov to Morty. So yesterday, we finished off the, the day with a, a bicycle wheel, and we'll just go back, review a little bit, because we have to finish the sugya with the bicycle wheel. Today is daf, yud beis. So we'll, we'll take it back a few steps. Just go over real, real quickly. By the way, if anybody was in my sukkah, on sukkah will recognize this wood. I needed some wood quickly. So I, I chopped a part of my sukkah, chopped it down into pieces, and uh, used my jigsaw for this. Okay, whatever. If you want to know the details, we'll give you the details. There's no bucket, so we went with a, a paper cup. Um, so where were we? We were over here. Oh, we need a tennis ball. You want that one? 
So it goes like this. This is, there's a, there's a straight plane, and Yosef did, if you ever look at four, minute 42, there's water, Nachman Seltzer drowns in the water, it's geschmack. <laughs> you go like this. You don't know what I'm talking about. The whole, the whole base measure fills up with water up to this point. Okay, don't do it again, it's fine, it's like whatever. Let's come up with something different. Maybe like the earth. Anyway, the point over here was that <laughs> the Gemara says like this. But you know what? Let's step it back one second because I said this real quickly. This is from the Hebrew art scroll right over here. And it goes like this. The Mabel started in Yud Zayn Cheshven, which is the second month, 600 years into Noach's life. Now, as we're going to see, the the years then, people's birthdays started based on, they called the year based on Briasylam. So the second month of his life is Cheshvan. What? No, sorry. Forget that. Iyar or Cheshvan, depending on when you think, when you understand the Briasylam was. If it's Tishrei, if the Briasylam, yes, if the, the Briasylam was Tishrei, the second month is Cheshvan. If Briasylam is Nisan, Second month is Iyar. So the Mabel started Cheshvan. Kislev is the 40th day when the rain stopped. Uh, 150 days into it is his Gabras minus the Tahaim. And then all the way down here is that the water started drying up. That's the first day of Nisan. And then Mar in, or on this side or this side. So basically the Mabel lasted slightly more than a year. So if the Mabel started in Cheshvan, it ended in Cheshvan. We're going back to the Machlaikas. When, when was the world created? In Tishrei or in Nisan? According to Rebbe Liezer, it started in Tishrei. The world was created in Tishrei. So the second month is Cheshvan. And therefore the Mabel, when the Torah says it dried up, Yavshu, when Rashi says grid, became like the, the, the land became very, very brittle. That is in Cheshvan. It happened in Cheshvan, the second month. And that has to do with Briyas Ha'aylam. Because it's 600 years into Noyach's life. The second month in his life, and we count months based on Briya Sa'ilam. Second month is Cheshvan, according to Rebbe Liezer. So the, the, the Mabel ended. It started Yud Zayin Cheshvan, ended Chav Zayin Cheshvan in the 601st year, because the Torah switches the year suddenly. So we know that it's in the beginning of the 601st year, Cheshvan. That's the Sugya. That's it. That's what we're trying to say that if you hold Tishrei and Nisan, that Machlok applies to us. And the same thing would apply according to Rebbe Shua. Instead of Cheshvan, it happened, started in the year, ended in the year. Now, the Gemara just says that according to Rabbi Yeshua, this is Rabbi Yeshua who says that the world was created in Nisan. Second month is Iyar. So the Mabel started Yud Zayin Iyar. It's like six lines, seven lines from the bottom. So that's what we explained right over here. If you are standing on earth and you look at the sun, and the sun lines up with tle. So the sun is right over here, let's say. And this is Kima. We turn on the light over here. There's two stars. Oh, still works. Unbelievable. Here, in case you don't. So Kima is lined up. Kima is the end, the tail end of the tail of tle. Two stars. Kima, we said, is the mazel of cold. And once you take out the two cold, the water's boiled up, says the guy. And this moves, every two hours it moves to the next mazel. 
and every month it actually starts at the next mazel. So during the daytime, this goes 24 hours, you go through all 12 mazalis. In other words, every two hours there's a new mazel. And the following month, if the sun, instead of you lining up the sun with le, the following month, the sun lines up with shar. What happens on the flip side over here is akrov, right over here. So now, shaykeya. It says over here that this was shaykeya. Let's see inside. Mazel kima shaykeya. Shaykeya means it goes up. In Hebrew, shaykeya means goes down. But we're talking about in Lushen, in the Lushen of the Gemara, shaykeya, for whatever reason, you want to say that it's the beginning of it coming downwards because you don't see it anymore, whatever. Um, and the water goes down. And because people were really evil, now, Kima was in the daytime right over here. In other words, Hela means it went down. Shkia. Here's, here's the sun on this side. And Kima went away. It disappeared. Why? Because people were bad, Hashem changed the nature. This is where he removed the two stars from Kima right over here. Unplugged it. Water came down. Boiling water as we're going to learn today. says that day was where the Akrov was on this side. Scorpion is over here. And the, the flip side was tle over here. Okay. Yoim shemazel kima oilo bayoim kima goes up, meaning goes down. It's going downwards. It's going into shkia. Umayinoyim misgabrim. Everything's the opposite now. So the water gets stronger. Top of yud beis umadalef. Umetoyish shinu maseyem because they were bad people. Shina kajborcha aleim maseberishes. So you're going to act differently. Marry Zcharim, etc. I'm going to change nature also. So, Kima, the Tle, went down. Shkia. Instead of being... Oh, is that, is that different? It's supposed to go down. Look, we're, we're talking about scorpions over here. Akrav's over here. This is the Tle on this side, by the way. If you haven't been here, like, uh, like maybe two years ago, Rabbi Adler gave me a scorpion, a live scorpion. And he told me that his son was doing an experiment on it because he heard that you don't have to feed a scorpion for many months. So his son grabbed the scorpion, decided not to feed it. And he gave it to me live for the shear. So I brought the shear and it like moved its leg a little. As you see, it's alive. And I brought it home and I, I, was, I went to give it back to him like the next day and there was an empty container, no scorpions. This half-dead scorpion escaped. I don't know how. It ate itself and disappeared. So we still have a scorpion running around our house somewhere. And I, thought, I felt really bad. Like now the kid's uh, lost his pet. So he, he showed me a video. He just went out here to, in Ramapit Shemesh. And he took a video of him lifting up a stone. And three scorpions ran out. He says, don't worry, there's plenty of them around there. <laughs> Not starved like that, uh, but scorpions. Zok to Gemara. Same thing. So over here, he unplugged Kima right over here. It's the same place where we said before, 
According to Yishua, I understand Shani, if you go back to the famous chart, this is, the, this is going to be the most used chart in this Mizah. The first month of the year is Nisan. Seven, second month in the year is Iyar. So Shani makes a lot of sense. Hello, the Rebeliezer, my Shani. But according to Rebeliezer, that we're talking about Tishrei. So yes, Rosh Hashanah is the first month, but it's not the month of the year. It's not the first month of the year. It's the first month of creation, second month of creation. But it's not how you call it. You don't call it Shani. My Shani. Why is it called Shani? Shani Ladin. It's the second month from Rosh Hashanah of Din. Bish, so, so what? So what if it's the second month of Din? So, very interesting. And we'll see soon. Second month of Din. Should we say it now? Say it now. Second month of Din means, at the end of the day, we ask the question. It's not the second month. So you say, okay, second month of Rosh Hashanah. So what? But why are you calling it the second month? The answer is because there would be no world without Din. Rosh Hashanah, when you say a person, well, it's more important for later. This is the Ran saying. When you say a person lived for 30 years, but in fact, he only lived since Rosh Hashanah because Rosh Hashanah, everything starts over again, says the Ran. If Akash Barba didn't say the world should continue, this person should continue, and he didn't continue. So his birthday is really on Rosh Hashanah. The world, it's not like Akash put the world into, into motion, that's it. He left it. Every Rosh Hashanah has to decide, is the water going to continue flowing from the falls or not? So it's actually Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah is the beginning. Fine. Now, on, this is the last piece. This is why I took it out here. According to Rabbi Yeshua, the, the tle should have been on this side, like this. And instead, he flipped it over here. But according to Rabbi Yeshua, we're talking about that it's the mazel of Akrov. And it happens to be the tlez on this side going down anyway. So nothing happened. What did he change? This is the way it's supposed to be. Tlez is supposed to be over here. If the mazel is marchez, it's over here. What month did he say? Shiv'asar b'marchez haya. It's not shiv'asar b'iyar like Rebbe Yezir said. Like Rebbe Shua said. Rebbe Yezir says it's marchez. And marchez means that scorpion is over here. And Tlaz over here, and it is going downwards. It's supposed to go downwards. Everything is great. If it went upwards, we'd have a problem. But it's going down, that's what's supposed to happen. Elder Mashino says the Gemara. Now I can remove this. Okay. Yuvaldik. Hello, Mashino. Kid Rav Kizdo, Rav Kizdo. Beroitrin Kilkulu. The, the people, they ruined everything. How? Beroitchim with Zera, Zera, either it was Eshes Ish or Zera Levatala. That's how Baruch who paid them back with boiling hot water. And that's why the famous Gemara Nida says, Umashtin, go to the bathroom holding the bris. Ki'ilu hevi mabalailam. Because of this Gemara. Beroitchim says the Gemara, Kilkulu ba'avera, means Arayas, Avera. Uberoitchim nidainu. 
ובראיתנו דיינו וכסיב הכה וישויקו המים וכסיב הסם it says by the marble that the water was shoka what does it mean? so we're going to learn that it means the water cooled down וכסיב הסם in Esther וחמאס המלך שכחה now if you recall it says like this the king became very upset his anger was burning within him so then if it says by first it says it was on fire so what does shachacha mean? shachacha means it cooled down so now we know that the word shachacha means cooled down so when it says by we know that the water cooled down. Cooled down from what? Because the water is boiling. What's the kasha? No, so the question is, what was the shina? The shina wasn't that the, the mazel went the wrong way. That, that's not, shina was that it was breitchim, boiling water. <laughs> There was a shino in the teva, the nature, the nature. What, what do you have? What, what, you have different shot? The shino was in the nature of, of the, of the, of the roidchim. And that's why, by the way, what I said yesterday, the Vilna Goyen says on this, how do you see a shino in teva? There was water. No, he says, no, because that's what changed and it changed forever. The teva actually changed. When we had beautiful weather up until that point, because the Kishbuch took out the two stars of Kima, which represent, the Gemara and Bracha says, are, are the, they're, they're in charge of cold, and he replaced them with Ayish, which is in charge of heat. So it messed everything up. It was a Shinu Yintav. That's the Shinu Yintav. That's Gufu, what we're saying. All right. There's a, a corny joke. We'll say it anyway, because it's one of those Dapim. There's a, a Chazan who was a bad guy, bad guy, but he had a, a, a beautiful voice. And he got up there and he started davening. And he said, for the very first time that year, he said, V'sein ta'al umatul avracha. Goshem, I should say. He said, Marit Goshem, I think the story is, yeah? Marit Goshem. And literally, as he said it, as he's singing it, it started to rain. And the Rav didn't know what to do. No, so if he was mamish from the Gdoilings, a moifus from Chaim Kenevsky, look, he said it in Zarein. So of course the Rav came up with a chap. He said, look, people like him caused the entire mabel. So, well, so shtickle rain, it's not the end of the story. Not, the, not, not such a big raya. Okay. Zokti Gemara Vayet, I told you it's corny. Torah Bonon. Chachme Yisrael, Moinim Lamabel. What? Not even. Not even. Not even. What about yesterday's joke that you didn't give me a good laugh on? What number? I think it was what? No, not 127. This is this is new. Have no no no. The one where oh he he said he told he told the guy he said uh, go go ask a Ramavinu. And you just give me a look. Like you didn't you didn't even understand it. I thought it was a great one, actually. I, what? I did what? <laughs> I thought it was great. Say it again. Yes. <laughs> Are you allowed to look at sorry, Menu? No, that was. The answer is what? It was great. 
a Rebbe is asking, could he look at Sarah? He's over and looking. Look because she's the most beautiful person that ever lived. But she's, but she's, a, but she's, a, she's sorry, Meno. Maybe you're allowed to. Maybe you're not allowed to. It's, it's, it's a good child. You know what? If you're already on that level, ask a Roman vino. It's Mariadik. Mariadik. Okay, the jokes are getting shvach, he's saying. Okay. Tanar Abonar. Chachmei Yisrael Moinim Lamabol Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah. Where are we? Oh, Tzirah Eliezer. What did I say? Rosh Hashanah. Your son is not even sitting here. There's nobody sitting next to me today. Wow, nobody. You, no, you were talking before. Before. Now, as Rashi points out, I mentioned before, what does that mean? The Mabel, Noyach's life, every year of his life, went based on Bria Asylum. And that's the run, because in those days, we counted based on Rosh Hashanah. Akash Baruch extended your life today. So it's your birthday. Every year it's your birthday today. Well, it's Kufa. But when it comes to seasons, Kereb Yeshua. Okay. So it goes like this. Very, very simple. I'll, I'll just try to confuse it myself and yourself. The sun we know was created on Wednesday. That's why Birkas Acham is always on a Wednesday. There, how many days are there in a year? 365. Plus six hours. 365 plus six hours. That is, there are four seasons in the year. So if you take 365, uh, four seasons divided by 365 and six hours, it comes out that next year, the season is going to begin a day and seven hours later. Okay? Because you have those six hours. 365 divided by four is 91 and... The, the seven and a half hours is what throws, the day and seven and a half hours throws it off. 91 days is a kufa. 91 and seven and a half hours. If you know when Hakushbaru planted the sun in the sky for the very, very first time, it's not a problem. You go back 5,782 years and you do the cheshman. Every year it's off by one, one, hour, one day and seven and a half hours. And you do the cheshman, you go backwards, 5,000. If you know the exact time it started, you know that the sun was placed in the sky in Nisan on a Wednesday, 5,782 years ago. Then you can figure different things out. You can figure out when Birkas Hamas. You can figure out things like that. Yeah? Again, Tkufas, there's four seasons. But they're not exact. They're not, it's, the, the, the season doesn't start every year at the same time. It's off by a little bit every year. It keeps on... Similar to a month, a moilad, the moilad, the same thing with the moilad. The, a month is exactly 29 days, wrote it down, 29 days, 12 hours, 44 minutes, and one chalik, which is 3.3 seconds. So imagine, it keeps on moving. And, but if you know when the moilad, when Hashem planted the moon in the sky, then you could do your own calculation. You just go back 5,782 years with a calculator, and you know, you do that times 29 and etc, etc, etc. 12 hours, 44 minutes, and 3.3 chalakim, one chalak is 3.3 seconds. Then you can figure out exactly when the moilet is today. So you need to know that. How do you figure that out? Based on Nisan, not based on Tishrei. Everybody agrees that we're going to go with Nisan. That's when Hashem put it in the sky. 
However, in a certain spot in Nisan on Wednesday, and then it's everything. The clock starts from then. What? That's when he created the sun and the moon on that day. Yeah. No, Nisan. We're saying the, the world's created Nisan. You have to say. We're saying the world's created Nisan, this. And everybody's going to agree to that. And maybe, as we said yesterday, there was a harayon, there was a pregnancy of the world in Tishrei, and it gave birth in Nisan. Whatever it is, we're going to agree to that. Okay, next sugya. Brand new sugya. It says in the Mishnah that for vegetables, the cutoff is the first of Tishrei. Now, as it says in the Pasuk, Shana Shana, Asita Aser, Shana Shana. I cannot take vegetables that I cut off. How do you say reaped? How do you say what's the... I harvested. Har- thank you. I, a vegetable I harvested on last year on Tavshim Pei Aleph cannot be miser for something that I harvested on Tavshim Pei Beis. What's the cutoff date? Rosh Hashanah Tavshim Pei Beis. That's the cutoff date. Because it says Shana Shana. <coughs> Tana. So now we have a brisa. <coughs> it says... We have to remember this Bryson. Vegetables is the cutoff date. The first of Tishrei, which is Rosh Hashanah. Now what in the world is Maestros? We just said, for Maestros, vegetables, for Maestros, this is the cutoff date. And then the Bryson repeats itself. So we're going to have to deal with that. The Gemara is going to explain what Nadarim is, that the cutoff date is the first of Tishrei. What does it mean, vegetables? Maestro Yarak. It's, we're talking about the cutoff day for Meiser. Hainu Meisers. You said a second later, Meiser. What is going on here? Says the Gemara, Tana, the Rabbanon, Vikatani, Dairaisa. There's a Dairabanon, and there's a Dairaisa. We're going to see. So, maybe I'll just cheat a little bit over here. There's a Dairaisa Meiser, and there's Dairabanon Meiser. All Chita, Geffen, Zayis are Dairaisa. Everything else is the Rabbanon. According to all Rishayinim, most Rishayinim, maybe the Rambam slightly. Pears, apples, oranges, all Midrabbanon. And all vegetables are all Midrabbanon. So there's two Maisers going on here. Yes, there's a Maiser Midrabbanon. And there's a Maiser Midrabbanon. And there's, two, there's a cutoff date. The cutoff date is Rosh Hashanah. We're listening to Dairaisa Beresha. So then why does it say Yerokos and the Maisers? Shouldn't a Dairaisa be first? I did the Chavivale, Akdama, the famous Gemara, the Chachamim love, the, the Divrei Torah, that Chachamim came up with more than what's in Chamishuchum Shetaira. They love it. So they said it first. Betana did done. So how come our Mishnah doesn't talk about the rice at all? It talks about Yerokos. Tana, the Rabbanon, because in the Rais, so all we had to do is say one thing, the Rabbanon, and call the talking the Rabbanon, came the Rais, the talking. The bottom line is, if I say the Rabbanon, I know the Rais. listening, my sir. So, why? It should say, my sir, that what? Echad, my sir, Echad, my sir, Dagon. Why does it say in the Braisa, my rice? It should say, my sir. What's the plural? In the Braisa, it says, Yerokos, Maisrois, Nedarim. But why plural? 
Says the Gemara, because one of them is Maiser Behema, and one of them is Maiser of fruit. Ask the Gemara, Vilisne Yarak. Why does it say Yaraka is plural? Just say vegetable, Yarak. The, the concept of Maiser for vegetable. Says the Gemara, Trey Gavni Yarak. Because there are two categories of vegetables. This is not Yarak Hanegad. I printed a, a nice, a nice picture, but then when I, after I, I was about to come here, I noticed that it had like uh, watermarks on it. I wasn't allowed to print it, so I left it at home. But we don't really need a picture. Any vegetable that that you sell by by a bushel, like a, a head of lettuce, let's say, okay, lettuce, a bunch of lettuce, mishiyagi. We know that you're allowed to nash. You're allowed to eat a temporary achila from any fruit that is not finished the process, that doesn't have a gemar malacha. How do you finish the process of vegetables? Well, it depends. If it's the type of vegetable that you put in a bushel and you sell it, so by putting it, tying it up in a rubber band, that's it. If you put it into some sort of container, putting it in the container is the gemar malacha. Now, not to be confused with Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is the cutoff date for both of these categories. That's exactly what's going on here. We're telling you there's two categories of gemar malacha. Two categories of when you have to stop gnashing. You, you, could, you, you have to take a meiser before you gnash. If it's not gemar malacha, I can gnash from it. If it's gemar malacha, I can gnash from it. What's gemar malacha? It depends. By the way, in Masechus Shabbos we learned that if you go to the store, if Chizda gave eight of his kids, I think it was, if you go to the store, buy the really long lettuce. Don't, because the guy uses the same string. So you might as well get more for your money. You're paying... $5 for a head of lettuce. Get the large one. Okay, one of those dates. Yuvaldo. But But the cutoff date is still Rosh Hashanah. So look, you see the Lashon? Likate. He, he harvested the vegetables because that's when it becomes chayv and meiser. It doesn't matter how large it is and if it bloomed, it didn't bloom. That's for trees. For vegetables, it's about harvesting. So he harvested one day before Shoshana, actually, and then he went ahead and he did, he repeated it, but it was one day after Rosh Hashanah, it was after Rosh Hashanah, or on Rosh Hashanah, how do you go and harvest the vegetable on Rosh Hashanah? You're supposed to be in Shul, and it's also Goy. It's already the cutoff. You pass the cutoff. You cannot take a bunch of vegetables that I harvested before Hashanah and use it for Meiser and Truma for after Hashanah. You can't use the two separately, and that's what the Mishnah says. We just turned. We're talking about Shemitah now. There's a cycle. There's a one year, two year, three year. And as we know, somebody printed this up yesterday in small and black and white. Put it out on the table. When you have a crop, you have to give 2% to the Kayan. And then you give 10% to the Levi. It's called Maiserisha. Skip number three. That's not important for now. Number four is that on year one, two, four, five, you give Meiser Shani. 10% you must bring to Yerushalayim. 
either in the fruit or in money. But in years three and six, it switches from Meiser Shani to Meiser Oni. So, oh, don't tell me I didn't print it. I really wanted to print that. Okay, Chaval. It was a very, very simple chart. Chaval. All it had in the chart is Maiserishoin. I'm sorry, Truma, Maiserishoin, Maisershani. And next to Maisershani is Ani. Okay, those three things. Those are the things you have to bring Truma, Maiserishoin, Maisershani. The Truma's Maiser, the Levi that you give the Maiser to takes care of. So we're not talking about this step over here. We're only talking about these three things Truma, Maiser, and Maisershani. Blue, red, and green, not purple. Okay? Oh, you know what? We'll just go like this. Beautiful. These are the three things we have to give today. That's what we're talking about. Says the Gemara. Now, what year are you in? It goes by the vegetable. So if it's a year that it's the second year of Shemitah going to the third year of Shemitah, like this year is Shemitah, right? The third year after Rosh Hashanah is the third year. Shlishes, Meiser, Rishon, Umeiser, Ani. So on the third year, it's already one, it's down here. Three and six is Meiser, Ani. You have to give 10% now to the Ani. You don't get to eat it in your slime. 10% goes to the Ani. What about Meiser, Shani? The Gemara is going to tell us, you don't have to give Meiser, Shani. You flip it. Instead of Meiser, Shani, you do. Meiser, Ani is one of the only times we have this. Minani, Mili. How do you know that in year three and six, there's no Meiser Shani at all? The green goes away and it becomes the small green, Meiser Ani. How do we know that? Interesting. It says in the third year. What about in the sixth year? It doesn't say anywhere in the Torah anything about sixth year. It says in the third year. New year, Chomish man. What's Pshat? Because it starts over again. It's one, two, three, one, two, three, seven. One, two, three. Instead of four, five, six, it's one, two, three again, seven. So three and six is included in this puzzle. I did the work for you. I was I said, I'm like, where's this puzzle for Shisha? I'm looking all over the place. Shana Sha'imba Ella Master Echad. Shnas Hamaser. What do you mean Shnas Hamaser? Every year is a Shnas Maser. No. You only do either or. Only either Maser Shani or Maser Oni. Okay, it's not Maser Rishon or Maser Oni. Or Maser Shani, Yivatel. I do give Maser Rishon and I give Maser Oni. But the, the big green I don't give. Maybe I shouldn't give anything over here. I shouldn't give the red. No What? No, no, no. Just my uh, just my Yeah? No, it says in the Torah you should give my Surani. Maybe just my Surani, not my Surisha. No red. It says Gemara because it says that you give the Levi and it says Benachlaschem. There's a heckish two inheritance. There's no year that you don't get inheritance. This never stops. You always give this to the Levi no matter what. 
Okay, okay, Tzad. What does it mean there's only one Maiser? Tanya Idach. Sorry, Tanya Idach. It's the same thing. What does it say by you? Tanya Namehachi. Yes. Tzorch loyim Tanya Namehachi. Thank you. Kisichal Laser Shono She'im Bo'elo Maiser Echod. Exact same thing. Okay, Tzad. Maiser Rishon, Maiser Oni. I get rid of, if it's the third year, I do the Ani and Rishon, I don't do the Shani. Maybe I should get rid of the red. A little bit of a different Limut. Anytime he comes to you, even on a third and sixth year, you give 10% to a Levi. You don't have to come on to this. That's our drasha. Next sugya. On Rosh Hashanah, that's when it's the cutoff for a nether. What does that mean? Somebody gets really upset at his friend. I don't want to have anything to do with you. Nothing to do with you. So you go 365 days out. You said a year, so you can't can't drive his car, you can't benefit from him anything for a whole year. We had the sugi already and something else. If you said this year, schirus, yes, schirus, but by schirus we said, correct, that there's no schirus less than 30 days, besides my father with the bar back of the sugya, 30 days. Even if it's the very, very last day of the year, because we're talking about this is the cutoff right over here. So in Elo, the month right before, he went on the 29th day and he said, I don't want to have anything to do with my friend. One day is the entire year. Even according to Rebbe Lezer, Shimon over there, Rebbe Lezer, that says, remember we had Machlach, you married Rebbe is, is one day considered a year or 30 days? But over here is different. One day is nothing. Over here, over here, he wants to, he wants to be in pain. He doesn't want to use his friend's car. So he's he's making that mitzvah or whatever it is in one day. Why are you going with Tishrei, Rosh Hashanah? When it when it comes to Nidarim, what do people mean when they say the beginning of the year? Has anybody ever said the beginning of the year and mean Nisan? No. Everybody talks about Rosh Hashanah. So it goes by people. It goes by all the Dharma has have to do with how people speak. And Mamela, it goes by the month of Tishrei. Have a wonderful day. Yeah.